0: stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. So, yeah, certainly as we've been hearing around Coastal GasLink and the Solidarity protest is that there are some uh, indigenous uh, groups concerned about this project. There are some hereditary chiefs uh, within uh, Wet'suwet'en who have concerns about this project. But I think it's also important to note and for people to understand the issue here that there is a lot of indigenous support for coastal gasoline, that a majority of hereditary chiefs are supportive, that all 20 elected band councils along the route are supportive. So certainly this conversation around indigenous voices and indigenous participation and indigenous consultation, this is all long overdue. But this this is representative, I think, of how it should be a company and a project that is reaching out in a meaningful way uh, to work with affected First Nations communities that are involving them in a shared prosperity. That we are creating opportunities for these communities uh, and and those who live there and and helping lift some of these communities out of poverty, which for a lot of uh, elected band councils is a top priority. So it seems to me, I think, and as, as we talk about these protests and the opposition to coastal gasoline, that maybe we're overlooking a very important part of this conversation. So joining us for some further thoughts on all of this, very pleased to welcome back to the program here this afternoon, Dale Swampy. He's president of the National Coalition of Chiefs, more at coalitionofchiefs.ca. Mr. Swampy, great to have you uh, with us here today. Welcome back to the program. Thanks, Rob. Now, let me ask you, first of all, you had the opportunity uh, to meet today with the federal justice minister, David Lametti. What, what did you take uh, away from that meeting?
1: Well, we, uh, we expressed our concern about the new UNDRIP uh, legislation that's, that they're um, proposing to um, uh, present uh, that needs to be uh, fully consulted with the First Nations. Yeah. Uh, we were encouraged by his remarks that he was going to use a um, CMX-type uh, um, consultation process that includes uh, some 40 or 50 or 60 uh, consultation officers going to communities across Canada we were encouraged by that so we were concerned that the legislation would be redundant supporting um, perhaps uh, rights that we already have and uh, being used as a platform for the environmentalists to stop um, large uh, natural resource development so we we did express our concern about that we are going to write them a position paper and it's going to be signed by our chairman uh, chief dan george who's a an uh, elected chief from the Burns Lake band. He's with me right now and uh, uh, would like to comment on the protests that were occurring in Calgary here this last uh, so, uh, last day and um, express, you know, to the public that this is a concern that uh, he has as elected chief, that uh, a small number of uh, people are with a loud voice uh, spreading disinformation about uh First nation's position on the project. And yeah. that position is a uh, uh, majority approval. Yes. I like I'd like to introduce you if you you have time, Rob. Yeah, absolutely. He's there with you. Speak with the chief. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Here he now. Perfect. Hello.
0: All right, this is uh Chief Dan George. Yes. Yeah, Chief, thank you so much for for, uh, for joining us here. Yeah, so as, as Dale was saying, uh, and I think it's important to point out, when we have the, the elected representatives uh, of the Wet'suwet'en people uh, who have a position on this, I think that very much needs to be a part of this conversation. So as we hear about the opposition to this project and these protests, what, what, what do you want people to know?
2: Well, I want people to know that uh, us elected chiefs have, have uh, got community votes. On the and have agreed on uh, us signing up for the LNG project, and so uh, and our members are all and people too. And and uh, as a elect, elected official, my my job is to represent the people and do as what what uh, they want me to do. And so they wanted me to sign on, so I got the best agreement that I could out of, out of the gas line. And also, hereditary chiefs are the same. They got to listen to their people too. I'm, I'm a member of the Beaver Clan myself, mm-hmm. so the the hereditary chiefs got to listen to the people also and do what the people want. And 80% of our people voted for LNG, and yet the hereditary chiefs are going against it.
0: Right. So, I help people understand because I, I think to some people it, it's confusing because we have uh, elected chiefs. We also have hereditary chiefs. Ex- explain the difference.
2: Well, elected chief is, uh, is running to be chief and, and you, you get voted in mm-hmm. and, and a hereditary chief is, uh, groomed when they're, they're kids. And, uh, they, they learn their culture through their teachings and uh, storytelling, and uh, a lot of the culture learned that way but some, some something's happened over the years too and residential school has hurt a lot of people so um a lot of people are aren't feeling very well anymore, so you gotta look at those that context also
0: yeah. Uh, and, and certainly, look. I mean, if if there is significant opposition within the First Nations to a project, we, we need to pay attention to that. But um, can can these hereditary chiefs really overrule you know the the will of the people here? Do they or should they have a veto on a project like this?
2: No, they they sh- they should be following what the people want them to do, just just like us elected leaders. The only, the only difference there is um, as an elected leader. We we have clans in the Wet'suwet'en, mm-hmm. and as elected leader, we treat everybody exactly the same. We don't just have the one clan that the uh, Regery Chiefs have. We have all the clans, and we treat everybody equal, and uh, people don't go to them when they when they need housing. They don't go to Regery Chiefs. They go to the band office chiefs, and we, we get heck from them because there's no housing, and... They don't go to Herodotus Chiefs for that. If there's a death in the community, they need help to go to a funeral and stuff, we help them out, right. not the Hereditary Chiefs.
0: Right. So it, the, the, the potential from this project uh, and, and the development and the economic opportunity, I mean, what, what do you see that uh, the, the impact of that being on, on your community?
2: Well, in northern BC, uh, if, if you understand the uh, climate and everything that's happened there, there's been a mountain pine beetle epidemic. And most of us worked in the bush and logging at one time or another in our lives. Um, but all the all the uh, mountain the mountain pine beetles devastated all just about all the pine, eighty percent of the pine in B C so there's not much logging left. And we have few and very uh very few opportunities in northern B C for economic development. Now that the logging's gone, what else is there? There's a pipeline and we get benefits from. But there's also another gas line that's already been there since 1959 uh, called a PNG line. Mm-hmm. And that one heats all of our communities in the north, including the Red Jerry Chief's office. And why are they protesting that LNG then? Because it's the same thing that's heating their offices and all of our homes in northern BC.
0: So what would you say to these protesters and, and those who believe that they're, they're protesting in support of Wet'suwet'en people?
2: Well, I, I, I believe that a lot of it is keeping our resources landlocked and they're getting some, a lot of support from the United States so that uh, they have the stranglehold on our resources and pay half of the world market price for them.
0: All right, well, we'll see where this all goes. It sounds as though, I mean, you know, aside from these protests elsewhere, that that the project itself that we, we are seeing some progress on, is that your understanding?
2: Um, we, we are trying to move forward and a lot of us didn't want to get into the media because, uh, they are our our people also, and we don't want them hurt either by the RCMP. but I talk to the RCMP all the time and they're, they're, uh, doing it as peaceful as they can.
0: All right. Well, that's good news. I appreciate you uh, joining us. Is, Is Dale still there? Yep. All right. Thanks again, Chief George. Appreciate it.
2: You bet. Do you okay. want to talk to Dale
0: again? Yeah, if he's still there. Yeah, okay. All right, so there you go. That was Chief Dan George uh, with the uh, Wet'suwet'en uh, elected chief of the Burns Lake uh, tribe. So that's an important part of this conversation, isn't it, that the uh, Wet'suwet'en uh, First Nations that support this project and see opportunity for their communities, uh, that, that that should be part of the conversation. Dale, are you there? All right. So so back here with Dale Swampy, president of the National Coalition of Chiefs. I appreciate that. Uh, I want to get some thoughts from you, too. I mean, these protests and and look, uh, you know, people have opinions on these things and I get that there's going to be differences of opinion. But uh, the idea that these are protests in support of First Nations, when a lot of this goes against what many First Nations are saying, I mean, what what do you make of these protests?
1: Well, they're not a protest of First Nations. Uh, People got to understand that's a lot of disinformation out there. These are led by the environmental groups, groups that are supposed to be charities mm-hmm. but are sponsoring civil disobedience. And it's not our First Nation people, it's not our leaders, not our intellects, not a pe- the people that are leaders of our community that are that are participating in this. It's a group of environmentalists. They, they use our people, our people that are unemployed, disenfranchised from society they feel, angry at everything, looking for a fight, and Something like this comes up, and they can do something illegally that they the world sees as being right for some reason uh they'll do it and yeah, problem is i mean the the guys that are making the big money getting the two million dollar bonuses and their half a million dollar bonuses you know like Gerald butts are not the ones uh going out there and risking their uh, uh, criminal records you know uh, right. getting a criminal record and so forth so it's it's almost like a uh you know, the, well, the old freakonomics where the, uh, where the group went out and studied the uh, drug dealers and found that the only guys that were making the money were up top and all the guys below were the ones getting killed and, uh, and, uh, and, and getting in trouble for, for the, for the drug business. And this is what the environmentalists have developed. There's so much money out there. Our own prime minister has given two and a half billion dollars to the climate fight. You know what we could do with two and a half billion dollars for research and development here in Alberta? you know, to develop green energy, you know, why not use it for that instead of giving it to these corrupt uh, people who are using our own people for their own ends. Our own people are getting $300 to go out there and uh, protest on uh, bridges and uh, uh, streets in downtown Vancouver. You know, it's, it's a pittance, but uh, they're able to do it because they're unemployed they're uneducated. We live in a social welfare society and they're, they're using us and it's,
0: terrible did you even get a our own, yes sir
1: even our own leaders like um you know the leader of the bc unit of chiefs is uh on a payroll we we think you know why else would he be so uh able or willing to get on the front lines and walk in protest leaders don't walk in protest no leaders do what's right and they show the people the young people that there's a process in uh, opposing certain projects and the process is not breaking the law not going out there and creating civil disobedience leaders shouldn't be doing that chief dan george is a the leader he's a chairman of our um you know national coalition of chiefs he's a he's a part of uh, 81 chiefs that we had at our last conference chiefs that are uh, concerned about their communities and want to get our people out of poverty you know protesting on on um participating on protest lines against uh um uh, our biggest industry in Canada is not the way to get out of poverty. No, uh, the environmentalists are going to be there, and they're going to be there for a long time, and they have no solution for us to get out of our social despair. You no know, suicides of our teenagers, uh, missing and murdered women, you know, domestic abuse, drug abuse, alcohol abuse. Mm-hmm. The list goes on. And the only thing that's going to solve that is high-paying jobs. And where are we going to get that? Natural resource industry. An industry that's run by Canadians who are concerned about the environment. As soon as they, as soon as leaders see, like Chief Dan George saw, the kind of effort they put into integrity, and spill response, and safety, and environmental protection, they tend to approve the project because they see it's it's run by Canadians that are concerned about their own land. And environmental protests or protesters are just people with money trying to spend it as quickly as they can.
0: Now, when you met with the uh, Justice Minister today, did, did, did he give any indication that they're prepared to do something about these protests?
1: No, we didn't uh, really touch on that issue. Um, yeah. The issue we discussed was UNDREP and uh, FPIC, mm-hmm. uh, our concerns about uh, getting legislation in that's going to uh, uh, disguise itself as a, an environmental uh, you know, lobbying effort. Or an asset to uh, lawyers who want to stop uh, stop projects. Uh, we're concerned about that. If it enhances and uh, clarifies, you know, indigenous rights uh, more effectively, I think it it'll be a good will be a good lead piece of legislation. But if it's there just to be able to uh, create uh, ambiguity and an ability for uh, environmental groups or funded environmental groups to stop development in you know, in the oil sands or any other oil and gas uh, sector in uh, Canada. And I don't, I don't think it's, it, it should even be considered.
0: Well, we'll keep a close eye on that. Much more, as mentioned, coalitionofchiefs.ca. Dale Swampy, thank you so much for joining us here today. I really appreciate this. Thank you, Rob. All right. All the best to you. Uh, that is Dale Swampy, president of the National Coalition of Chiefs. We also heard there uh, from Chief Dan George, the Burns Lake First Nation. Uh, Part of the Witsuwetan First Nation. So, some very important points uh, in the context of everything we're hearing about these days. 403 974 8255 is the number here, 974 Talk. We are back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk, 770 Calgary.